This is the DJ Party One Podcast. This is your host, CO45. And if you've been listening to some episodes and I'm into the 80s, you're probably going to notice that there is something that's missing from these episodes that if another person did it, they would have a totally different way of going about talking about their 80s experience with music because they had cable. Now, in this one, I, I'm calling it no video. So even though I know who Dunny Simpson was, I've seen an episode here and there, video soul. But I missed out on a lot. That's why my history, these aren't memories that are missing. These are memories that were never created for MTV raps, at least like for my. Well, yeah, most of my my school years, I had access to cable more in the mid 90s. So I, I saw like most of the videos that would have been a big deal at that time. But in the 80s. Growing up, there's so much stuff that I didn't see in the 80s that I could probably just spend days, maybe months, possibly years, looking at videos from the 80s of songs that were popular, even some that were only relevant to a smaller fan base. And yeah, it's just a ton of music that I have not seen videos for. Um, because yeah, I had no cable. That, that is this episode. Me talking about like the, the workaround, some of the stuff that I missed out on and where I did see some of the videos that I did see. DJ for party one, CL45, no video sold. So. Growing up without cable was like, I don't even know how to describe the pain of the, the, for me, it was really the music that I, I felt the, the most that I was missing out on the videos. Other stuff was, was out there as far as TV shows and, and movies that you would eventually have access to. I, I'm aware of that, but that really wasn't that big of a deal to me, all of the other stuff outside of music that came along with it. Because for the the shows that I did watch, Primetime, Your Cosby Show, and Living Color, um, Different World, all of those things that I was growing up, that, that was great television for me. But when it came to the limitations of not being able to have access to the visuals for the music that I was listening to, that was kind of painful. So, so yeah, it, it definitely changed my perspective or limited my perspective, I should say, because some of these songs, I was hearing them, 
but I didn't always have that visual story to go with it. And you know how important a video can be sometimes for a song because it it changes your entire outlook of the song if the video is really, really well done. There are some songs that like this song was okay to me. And then I saw the video and put the two together. And I was like, oh, you know what? I think I do like this a lot more. Now, on the opposite end of that scope, there were some songs that I liked. And I saw the video and I may have liked the song a little less. But but yeah, it, it's to me, it's important sometimes to have like the visuals for it and missing out on that, missing out on all of the MTV raps type battles, the early, well, I don't know. Did they do battles? I don't think that, I don't know if it was a battle thing. I, I don't even remember. Like now they're, they're available. I have apps where I can go and see classic MTV raps, um, whole episodes. And I don't even open up the app most of the time to even look at it. But I do occasionally go back and I look at videos that I miss. Case in point, Smokey Robinson and Rick James, Ebony Eyes. I had no idea that that video was as long, like there's a whole thing, plane crash, and they're on like a deserted island type thing. I had no idea that there was so much involved, so much storytelling that was going into that song. I remember hearing it on the radio. I remember having the Rick James album, all of that stuff. But the video, didn't even know it was, I mean, of course, there, there would have been a video for it. But like for me, I just didn't know that it was that involved, that long. There were videos that I did see that I guess everybody saw at some point or another because I, I remember seeing Billie Jean. I didn't have to wait till I was a teenager in, in a place where I had cable to go back and, and look and find it. No, I did see Billie Jean. I remember seeing pretty much everything that Michael did as far as a video was concerned. And it could have been because at one point, Michael's videos became like network television world premieres. And my wife had to remind me of that. I had forgotten. But remember the time, it was just a world premiere. I think it was that Fox that it came. Like it was a video that like you were going to see whether you had cable or not, like public television at one time, but before we got to this world premiere type stuff, in the 80s, there was a show called Friday Night Videos. And that's where I remember seeing Beat It. That's where I remember seeing Billie Jean several times, I'm sure. But here's the, the caveat for that. It wasn't a black entertainment music video show. It wasn't um, MTV raps. 
it wasn't video soul. It was not Caribbean or Caribbean rhythm rhythms. I, I think that's what it was called. Where Rachel is Biggie referred to? I hate y'all too. I'd rather be in Caribbean Sam's with Rachel. Well, yeah, it was Caribbean. Yeah, I'd rather be in Caribbean Sam's with Rachel. When Biggie was saying that, I knew exactly who he was. I knew Rachel. I'd seen episodes of that as well. But that's, you know, me at a cousin's house that did have cable. And during the time where I would be the one that had access to the remote, I was going to go right away to BET. No doubt about it. And that's how I saw some of that stuff. I, I did have a cousin that eventually they had like satellite in the area and they were getting all kinds of channels. And of course, instead of me just going right to the videos, he wanted to show me some other kind of videos that he was like, hey, guess what? This is here. But <laughs> for me, I was really trying to see some of this music because it was just like, man, I, I'm missing out on so much here. Missing out on so much. So now everything's available at all times. Everything is is just out there. YouTube all day long. You can any video you want to see, you can hit it. Um Pluto TV, that app even has like Vivo has these. You have your R and B. I think maybe there's a pop. There might be an old school hip hop. So much stuff out there with them. And it, it, the thing with YouTube, you have to kind of direct it. You can add stuff to the playlist and create a playlist and then it'll just keep playing. But that takes work. You know, if you go Vivo R&B, it just plays stuff all day long, commercials here and there. But just playing stuff and you don't even have to do any work of trying to find what you want to listen to. There are R&B stuff is pretty good because the way they have it set up a lot of the independent artists are getting played that you would probably not even think to select some of these so I thought that channel was kind of cool but yeah a lot of times new music comes out videos and I won't even know or I won't even think to go and look for the video sometime now because I just don't have like that time like that because I'm here making a podcast for you. You're welcome. But I don't, it, it's not as much anticipation because it's so readily available. It's not the world premiere. It's not, hey, this BT segment video is on, these videos are on right now. And you know that, like, if you don't catch Yo MTV Raps or 106 and Park, you're not going to be able to see these videos till the next time, the next day at this time. So you need to watch it now. It's not one of those things. It's just always readily available for you. So another love and hate type relationship. It, it makes you lazy and you can see it later. I've added hundreds of videos probably to a playlist and I have not gone back to watch a lot of them for the sake of not having the time because now instead of having a limited number of videos we have too many to watch i know it's 
not a, not not the problem that I think it is, but yes, at that time in the eighties, did not have those type of memories that the rest of you fortunate souls would have had to to have every video of every song that was released that became popular you knew right away but i did have i'm thankful for the shows i did have access to like i said friday night videos was there and i want to say in that very early stage you probably only got one black artist maybe two if you were lucky Maybe you got Michael Jackson and somewhere later 80s. I'm sure Fresh Prince showed up, of course, because he was already crossover in the early days of of hip hop. But I remember AHA would take on me, take me on. I remember seeing that video for like Friday night videos. Maybe Cameo, Word Up. That video may have been in in the mix, but eventually Friday night videos kind of just faded out. And then I didn't have even that black entertainment video here and there limited source of video feed to, to lean on. But thankfully, whenever something faded out, something else came into play. D Barnes, pump it up. Maybe you don't know. Maybe you didn't have to stay up until I don't know what time that came on. Like on the weekend, it seemed like it was like 11 o'clock or it was late when Pump It Up came on. And sometimes I would just fall asleep before (laughs) before it was finished. But I do remember Dee having the show and she would interview people. I definitely remember her interviewing Ice Cube around the time that Death Certificate was out. And I think they were saying something about maybe, I want to say she let like 5 million copies were sold at that time. I, I definitely remember that it seemed like the West Coast, I don't know what the show was. I could be tripping because, yeah, leaders of the new school, their videos were shown on there. But I felt like the West Coast was getting more, more exposure with Pump It Up because I remember seeing Dale the Funky Homo Sapien videos. I remember seeing the far side videos on there as well, but maybe it was 50-50 because I, I think probably like a KMD Peach Fuzz video may have showed up or something. But yeah, pump it up when it came to hip hop. When it came to hip hop, for me, that was not always even making the radio in in that same fashion as more of the mainstream or even the crossover stuff that Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff were doing at that time. So I I, I appreciated that because you definitely were not going to see Ice Cube study mobbing on that very pop Friday night videos platform. Nah. You weren't seeing Ice Cube on there. Fresh Prince, that was as far as they were going. Maybe Ron DMC walked this way. You probably saw that one on there for obvious reasons with Aerosmith. But the rest of the stuff, you you weren't seeing Ron's house on Friday night videos. 
not that type of show. You weren't going to see CL Smooth, Pete Rock, they reminisce over you on Friday night videos. I, I think you get where I'm going with that. So I missed out on some of that, but D Barnes, Pump It Up, that picked up the slack. And there was also a local radio DJ that decided that he was just going to do a video show as well on Saturday nights, which also like 11 o'clock at night. Maybe it came on at 10, but it was it was long. It, it may have been like an hour and a half. And he showed everything from hip hop to R&B. And I am very thankful to him for doing that because then I was kind of sort of in the game. I didn't have, maybe I didn't see every video that my friends saw, but I had something that I could talk about because now I was seeing more of these videos that they were also seeing that they had cable and they, they probably were seeing them before me, but eventually this local radio show allowed me to or the local video show by the local radio DJ allowed me to see more videos. I had access to more visuals now. So I was in the game. Like I said, that that was a cool thing that whenever one show kind of came to an end and it was no longer providing me with the access to those music videos, something else would just pop up. I didn't have the say in like, hey, how black is this going to be or how much R&B or how much hip hop or how much underground hip hop. I didn't have the I wasn't calling the shots on that, but I just took whatever I could get. I didn't care <laughs> as long as I got a chance to see something. So. So, yeah, it, it kind of skewed my. My take on what was hot sometimes or sometimes I was delayed in knowing about some songs that were coming out because it didn't always add up for the East Coast and West Coast. The videos would drop and I would have friends that would see some of the videos and that's how they would hear the song because some of these songs were not played on these radio stations where I was. So. You, you have that element in place where they were a little bit ahead of the game. Like when maybe a new Slick Rick, new Kwame, new Big Daddy Kane, new Nas, new Common. When this stuff dropped, new E-40, new Too Short, new N.W.A. When all of this stuff dropped, they would hear it first. And then I would kind of sort of have to wait for the video or either... I would have to just buy the whole album or get the copy from them or something. But yeah, like, so I'm saying that's what was lost in translation as far as me being right up on the cusp of whatever new was dropping. I had that delay sometimes because I'm almost certain I've mentioned this Slick Rick, I shouldn't have done it song in another episode. If, if you listen to my, um, cheating anthems episodes but actually I think I mentioned Slick Rick like on, on like the B side of that but 
I'm almost sure he's one of my best friends in, in, in school. I want to say it was Frederick probably heard Slick Rick's I Shouldn't Have Done It. He saw the video and I had not heard the song. I, it was not on the radio at that point for me to hear it. So like he's going on and on talking about it. And I'm just like, man, I need to hear this song. But eventually the local radio DJ that had the local video show, I think that that video showed up on there. So I was able to finally hear it. So, so yeah, that, that was, that, that was an interesting time for me. Another scramble for me, even when it came to, I just couldn't catch a break. Even when it came to, to videos that were accessible to my friends that had cable, I, I had to wait it out, but I didn't mind because it seemed like I just enjoyed it that much more when I had a friend that already gave the rundown. Yeah, this is a song and this is what he's doing. It's like he's talking to a blind person. Well, yeah, tell me what happened next. And then what they do next after that. And then when I finally did get to see it, I was like, yo, it is as good as my friend said that it was. This was a great video. Now I like the song. Now I got to get the album. But yeah, that's how that was at that time. But a lot of videos now, they're sitting in a queue, in a playlist. I could just pull up one right now on my phone, get it in just HD clarity. And yeah, I I haven't. I I just, yeah, didn't do it. Because again, I'm here recording the podcast for you guys. Yeah sacrifice hopefully it turns into something (laughs) these sacrifices either that or nobody's listening either way this this episode has been made (laughs) whether you're listening to it or not this this episode the time has been spent so it it, is out there but but yeah vivo got a ton of stuff for you to watch now um and, and you know what was crazy to me now, like with these videos, is that indie artists are making videos that have some pretty decent quality. Before, if you were not like the artist that had the big budget, you couldn't get these great quality videos. I know when Hype Williams was making stuff. Man, people going broke making videos. I I know that Fuji's Ready or Not, that looked like an expensive video. All the Missy stuff, Buster stuff, all that stuff looked like it was really, really expensive. Like after they made those videos, I don't even know how they had money for themselves. Like who, what, who was paying for the, like the, the record label? Were they taking it out like in advance? Is that why some of these artists that made the videos and, and were so great at that time. Uh, is it is that a reason why their money is not where it is now? Because so much was spent on the videos. I don't know. I really would like to know if there's an artist that cares to explain that. That would be great, great, great. Do a podcast. But or, or do this podcast. Call me. Hit me up. And yeah, talk about it. But but yeah, the videos that are out there now, 
some indie artists are making videos and I'm thinking like, where are they getting this budget? Are they really indie artists? Or are they just saying that? Because like some of these videos are pretty good. But there are some artists that the video concepts just aren't there. Like the song may be good, but the video is not doing anything to push it any further. Like, I don't like this song anymore because I saw the video. So, so yeah, they need to get back to working on that. Call up Busta Rhymes, call up Missy Elliott, get some ideas because some of these videos are just not doing the job that a video should do. Oh, you know what else I, I saw? This is just random because I, I mentioned Smokey Robinson and Rick James a couple of years ago. During Christmas, because I still hear sometimes I'm, I'm just I don't have like anything in my car and I'm just like flipping through stations and we have a station that plays Christmas music like around the clock. And last Christmas, wham, their their last Christmas song came up and I don't even know how I found it. I don't remember if I. I may have been searching for a version of the song because my wife does like the song and I was trying to play it in the car while we were doing some Christmas light looking and the video for it came up and I didn't realize that's that's so crazy but I didn't realize that there was a last Christmas wham video out there because I guess I didn't think of like people doing a lot of Christmas videos for songs. And, and as I'm saying that, I'm thinking of the TLC Sleigh Ride song. So clearly people were doing videos for Christmas songs. I, I guess it just didn't cross my mind that that Wham! and Last Christmas that there was a video for it. But yeah, I saw that. Another one from the 80s, once again. If you sit me in front of a TV, I could probably do some hours of just like, oh, that was a song I liked in the 80s. I didn't know there was a video for it or I knew there was a video or I assumed there was a video and I haven't seen the video. Let me watch this. So sometimes I go to Vivo also has a Vivo 80s channel and yeah, they'll have videos and sometimes I'll, I'll take a look at that. And that's cool because it's it's just 80s all around. It's not like black music in the 80s. It's just pop, mainstream, whatever you want to call it. And the thing I like about that is there are some songs that have been sampled from the 80s by P. Diddy, of course, and other artists, Tupac and it will be the original song and the artist that's singing the song. And it would have been the first time that I've even seen this group or this band, this artist. I've just heard the sample. I knew what the original song was, but I had no idea what the people even looked like that sung it or what the video was. So another great thing about having all of these videos at my disposal right now so so yeah no video sold growing up but don't feel too bad for me because right now
because of YouTube and all of these other streaming services. Now I got access to just about everything that you could think of when it came to video. So, yeah, only took a couple of decades for it to get that way for me. But but here I am. So. So, yeah, CL45 DJ for party of one. No video, so no MTV raps, but now I've got access to all that. So you know what I'm about to do right now? Right now, after I've recorded this podcast for you, you're welcome. I'm about to get off of this recording and I'm, I'm going to go do myself a favor, watch me some videos, probably just pull some up from the eighties. Maybe they'll inspire another podcast to come down the line here but yeah that's what i'm about to go and do right now gonna watch me some music videos i deserve it because yeah i've been deprived as a kid so i'm about to go get into these i hope you're having a great day hope you're having a great week hope your life is good if not if you've been busy if you've been stressed out just follow me Go watch your favorite music videos. Maybe it's something you've already seen. Maybe it's something new. Maybe it's a video that was out there, been out there for years. You liked the song and you never even thought to go and look at the video. Why not go and do that right now? Take a break from that stress. Take a break from whatever is keeping you from having a good day today. Now, if you're at work, don't get caught watching something that... Be mindful of those not safe for work videos, all right? But yeah, take take some time. Go watch your favorite music videos. And maybe you'll like some songs even better that you didn't like once you see the videos. Do that. DJ for Party 1, CL45, signing out.